And we're rolling. Boy, do we have a story for wow. you people. We have too many stories to tell. And a lot of stories. At first, I have to confess to something. Well, I didn't really do anything wrong. I just to fuck up. We had done a podcast like a couple weeks ago, and for some reason, technically, when I went to look at the disc, it didn't record right or whatever, and yeah. so we weren't able to post it. I know it isn't but your we were fault, thinking but of you. can we blame you just totally the same? Totally blame me. I'll own it. No. I'll take it. I know it was so... My response was, well, we knew this. This had to happen eventually. It had to happen eventually. And we got away with it for like, what, three years? I know. No, considering how rinky dink uh, this is, yeah. Rinky Dink Productions is a subsidiary of Lifeboat Productions. Oh, is that true? Yeah, they they are they are, they share a parrot company. Yeah, which so. is what Mid, Mitt Romney, NBC Universal. Oh, really? Yeah, NBC no. Universal. So we've got a lot to talk about. How do you want to approach this? Do you want to revisit any of that, or do you well, want to? I feel like there was some. Stuff there was in some the good last... stuff in yeah. that last. Chunk, um, some travels, just complaints, some uh, misadventures, me. only complaints, some boy stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, so how do we, how shall well, we? Approach we had we this? had been traveling. We had done two shows at Fashion <clears throat> Place in New York City from Fashion Week. That's right. And uh, that was great. And uh, and Adam Lambert was a great guest. And I had, loved him. You know, I was saying that. Uh, you know, I made fun of Adam Lambert in my stand-up for many years. And then, you know, I met him. And first of all, this new album of his called Trespassing, I love. I listen yes. to it all the time. So that's like, God damn it. Why do you have to be great? But you still would make fun of him, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, no question. And stuff? Absolutely. Yeah. But um, but then then you, like, meet him, and he's, like, really nice and just such a cool guy. And I um, got to talk to him a bit before he went on, and he talked about his boyfriend and... He was really like meeting a friend, like somebody that I knew, or yeah. he was. He didn't have any like um, weird showbiz reserve. Yeah, not a lot of guarded. affectations. No, and, like kind of got like unlike Brandy. Wow, Brandy was on our show this week. It actually isn't going <laughs> to air until October nineteenth. So there may be this might actually be up and on the internet before Brandy is on our show. Although who knows if this is recording? We don't know. We don't know. You just never know. But. Brandy was on our show yesterday and beautiful. And I went into kind of, she wanted to say something funny about her outfit for her worst. And I gave her a few little ideas, whatever. And then um, when she was walking out, she, I said, you did great out there. And she goes, you set me up for failure. And I didn't know if she was joking or not, but it was a little chilling. And I, yeah, so I don't know. I, let's say she was joking and everything She was... wasn't joking. No way was she joking. But I didn't even really set her up. All I did was help her with a joke which she didn't even use. But Joan um, didn't even ask her anything that was previously agreed to be off limits or that was rude or edgy at yeah, all. Yeah, either she'd never seen our show. I don't know what was happening, but... Um, I was like, oh, smiley, smiley, smiley. You set me up for failure. Smiley, smiley. She walked away. I was like, I'm chilled. Something, I'm chilled now. So I was, yeah, she was, I was, I thought it was interesting that she's, when you see the episode on Fashion Police, you know, she was very, um, well, Miss Joan, and I speak in a soft voice and I, I talk about growing up in the church a lot and, um, I'm being very, very articulate and I'm moving my lips a lot when I speak. In a very and I have a rasp, and I'm you know I'm speaking in a very refined, educated sort yeah. of tone and cadence, and I'm like you know I saw your reality show with your brother, because Brandy and Ray J had a reality show yeah. on VH1, and it was like so I know there's let's just say another side to yeah. you that is not that speaks in you know slang and half sentences and bitch pleases yeah. and 
maybe throws things and like temper tantrums. And that and, that side of her came out in the end of the segment in a really hilarious yeah. way. Which we don't want to give away, or maybe we. So can, I, I was like, I was kind of like, as soon as she started in, I was kind of like, oh, I smell bullshit. Like I don't know this. It felt very much like I've been famous since I was seven, and this is how I was taught to do interviews, but and this is my interview. I don't interview. know if she never seen our show or something. I it don't was think very she weird. had, but um, but it was it was a great. I mean, she ultimately ended up being a great guest, and it's fun to watch. And yeah, it'll be she fine. was not at all rude to anyone. Let's yeah. make a point of saying it wasn't that she was rude or did anything wrong. It was just most of our guests come and have the time of their life and go dancing out of the E building. Um, yeah, I don't know. And, I, set, I set her up for failure. <laughs> and this one, uh, like our last podcast, was entirely Dennis's fault. Yes. Even though he did nothing wrong in both no, cases. No, whatevs. So, but yeah. anyway, that's the Brandy story. But so New York? So New York. Yeah. Um, I can't, I'm trying to remember what happened there. I met Adam Lambert. I saw Newsies. I liked it. Loved right. it. Cried through cried, it. Cried, I believe. Yeah. Cried. Um, didn't love the girl, but I still I love those rakish boys. Yeah, with Hate their the girl, accidents. Actually. I thought the girl was horrible. I, I was trying to think of who would have been good, or and, I don't and know. Seemed to be a decade older than everyone else yeah, on stage. Yeah, she seemed like their teacher, and yeah, yeah, wasn't into the girl, but I did like the show. Um, and I went to a bachelor party in D.C. for Matt Moline. Yes, and it was a bunch of straight guys and me, and they went as part of. There was a fun bus. And we went to a place called Bandcamp, where it's just a bunch of um, stage uh, musical instruments and like a stage, and you and they got to reunite their band, their scream rock band from. Were they really in a band? Oh yeah, back it was called daytime, Slowpoke. There were two bands. One was called Slowpoke, uh-huh. and they had all these originals. And so the guy that organized the bachelor party had printed out the lyrics so they could do their old songs. Jesus! But they did some choice uh, covers. They did um, Kids in America, but it was like. We're the kids in America. Oh, yeah, yeah. All the girls are running out Vegas. <laughs> it was well, kind that of amazing. Sound fun. It doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, well, you know. But my favorite was the the bride's brother is named Greg, and he's a little cutie, and a stray cutie. But he had a little acoustic jam going, so. We serenaded Matt with Your Body is a Wonderland in a practice room, and that was a highlight of the evening. That's totally, yeah. totally yeah. not at all gay. No, it wasn't at all. Yeah. So, and that, that was, um, and I fell down in Times Square. I don't think I told you this. No. I was walking with my friend Tom Store to get Xerox <laughs> copies at Staples for the script for the next day. Yeah. And I stepped off the curb and into like a grate and really like fell down. And I'm I, laughing because you no, didn't hurt yourself. Falling so. down is always funny. Right. It's never and in not Times funny. Square is a great I one. think we were Times and, Square adjacent. We and I'm imagining nearby. boxes of papers that just went flying. I know it didn't happen that way, but I'm imagining the um, I don't know like, what I must have been flying. carrying. Oh, no. I didn't have anything on me because I was printing out from a like, zip disk thing in my pocket. Uh, so nothing dropped, but I just had to lay there for a second, and I'm still today feeling it in my ankle a little oh, bit. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I yeah, laughed. No, I, mean, I didn't, I didn't it's know. It's hilarious to take it. It's funny. And I was like, I just had to sit there and take it in. I guess that's I, your, it's your advanced payback for what you did to Brandy. <laughs> yeah, but I took a tumble. I ate it. I yeah. ate some pavement Aww. in New York City. But it was all right. I could walk. You know, after when I fell down and I caught myself on my hand. And, yeah. You know. Anyway, I, I still saw feel a it. chaplain. Yes, in New York, and I would have rather fallen down in Times Square. You'd rather taken a header. It is so fucking terrible. This is how bad it is. Adam Shankman mm-hmm. tweeted just yesterday. Oh shit! Just saw chaplain. Loved it. Home run. Still crying. That's wow. how bad it is. 
Adam Shankman likes it. Wow. That ought to put some fucking perspective. I wonder if he has friends involved in it. Um, the lead guy is amazing. The guy that plays right. Chaplin is amazing. He's been workshopping the thing for a couple of years. He's right. dynamite. But like the whole show is in black and white. They're all they have like this white powder on their faces and all the costumes are black, white, and gray and the sets. And you know, you're kinda like, Well, I paid in color. Like I paid full but is fucking price. Cool no, it's cheesy no. and you keep waiting for it immediately and like it never becomes color. And then at the very end, after two and a half hours, when Charlie Chaplin is an old man and he comes to receive his like honorary Oscar after he's been like exiled yeah. for years, then suddenly everything becomes red. Yeah. And I just wanted to go, too little, too late. Right. Like from the it was just so like, no. Um so I remember in angry. high school, I think we we did a production of Frankenstein, and the big high concept was that it was all going to be in black and white. Yeah. We thought that was really edgy. No, I, I was think not it, in it. Really? No, I I didn't make the cut. You just painted some black and white. I might have played. I remember the set being black and white and the makeup yeah. and stuff. Anyway, I also saw um, Spider Man again and loved. I want to see it. Yeah, I really loved it. I mean, the it's times not are always the show... weird. It's like one thirty and. Four, like it just never. It's long, it's long, but um, but it just you just can't believe that they fly around and don't die. Yeah, you know, like and and there's like this amazing guitar lead guitar. Every time Superman flies, it goes, and you're like, fuck yeah, like you just, I'm like you. You can't the guitar riff and the flying hot guy and yeah. you know there's like ten of them because they all come out at the end in their Spider-Man suits and they all take their Spider-Man heads off and how many literally literally 10? like there's ten or eleven wow. guys that do the, the fly for Spider-Man because they go from one well, side to the other. Well, some are tumbling and some fly yeah. and some are like martial arts karate guys. So like the you know Spider-Man can do everything, Dennis. The lead guy that sings Spider-Man, how yeah. much stunt type stuff does he do? Does he do a fair amount, or is he yes. just kind of pops out? He sings a whole song in the air. I don't want. I don't want to give any away. But All right. like, yeah, he's he's great. And so whatever. Um, but um, I sort of think like the big show story here was that we went and saw Book of Mormon. Yes. And that I mean that's just like the greatest show. It's so fantastic. It's been it's playing here. At, yes. At Pantages. It's a lot of fun. I we saw the understudy for the. Elder Price. Yeah, Gavin I'd like to see the other guy. was supposed to be playing it out here. Um, and I love the sidekick, though, Elder Cunningham. It was amazing. Stole the show. Yeah. Yeah. His movement. He was He sweet. was friggin' hilarious. Um, and the guy that's the really gay one was yes. also hilarious. I even think he was better than the guy I saw on Broadway. He, was, he had a different thing going. He was really blessed. Yeah. He was good. <laughs> um, so you have to go and I see that show. I that soundtrack. And but um, my story is that I took a date. Oh, the story. To it. God damn it. And uh, this is a date. Now, for the, the couch potato, uh, the couch potatoes might recall that about six months ago, I went on a date with this guy uh, who is another comic who I performed with a few times and who I just have this crush on. I just, oh, he's got this smile. And I just, oh my God, it just like, I can't shake it. And, um, and so we went and we were having drinks uh, at Mickey's and it was on our first date and it was really, we were having a good time. And then his boyfriend showed up. You know how and, they do. And that made the date less, you know, yeah. awesome. And so I was like, okay, you know, that sucks. And so we were not, no longer in any contact. Right. Well, now it's six months later and he uh, reaches out to me and is like, hey, I'm doing this show at Hamburger Mary's once a month. And, you know, would you be the first headliner or whatever, the first one, I, you know, be so great. And I was like, actually, I had blocked that whole Friday, Saturday, Sunday off for the reality show. 
And it turns out we weren't going to be shooting on Saturday after all. So I had right. today and I was like, yeah, I can commit to do this show because I, I know I'm not going to be stuck shooting, you know, so great. Um, so I say yes. And he's like, and I'm single now and I can totally like, you know, I can repay the favor in flesh or something like, I mean, it was on, it's on, it's back on single. And I was like, really? Oh, you know, this is great. And so we're like, totally like sending dirty texts. Is that sexting? We weren't sending photos of our wieners, but like whatever we're sending dirty texts back and forth like we're, we're, how dirty the, did it get not text. that dirty but, but it, it was, was on like it's for sure on okay and then um i was like oh hey by the way i have tickets to book a Mormon on thursday night um would you want to do that so that was the thursday <clears> before <throat> the saturday i was going to do his show and he was right. like, yeah that'd be great so now it's thursday i shoot the reality show all day leave i go i pick him up i have like the top is down i go to the front door knock on the door meet the roommate i'm standing in you know in front of his door like i don't just toot toot and pick you up no. when we're on a date. I do. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like, I'm lucky if I throw shit from the front seat into the back seat. Yeah. No, I'm like, you know, the car is washed and it's like, we're, yeah. you know, it's good. It's on. And there's some wooing happening and we're driving to the Pantages. And he's like, yeah, this was so perfect that you asked me to go to this. And I was like, well, thanks. And he goes, yeah, because I had tickets already. So I was able to sell mine on Craigslist, which is great because I need the cash. And, there was something about that that just didn't feel right, Dennis. Yeah. Right. I, as you were saying that, I took a note. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm Barack Obama during the Mitt Romney debate. Like, you said well, something, you, and I'm like, oh, yeah. shit, I need to. But ask then, you about looked, then you looked back up, and you seem, <laughs> you seem awake. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, you're nothing. No, like, but it was funny. Like, I, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna take a yeah. note. Anyways. So, and so I thought, mm, that's what? Well, that's a weird thing. to, But, you know, whatever. I mean, I guess I didn't say, hey, do you want to go to Pokemon on Thursday night? You don't already have tickets, do you? Like, I didn't ask, so. I get whatever. I mean, I, I wouldn't have told me, but you, okay. Yeah, he shouldn't have said anything. And so we go to the show and it's like, I'm feeling like he's like really like physically he keeps touching my knee and like we're, we're like, you know, I have these really good seats and it's like, his mind is blown. He loves the show so much and it's hilarious and it's great. And I'm like, this is a really good dude. So um, I'm taking him home after. Yes. And and I met him that night. Yeah, and he's so cute and, and was very nice to everyone. Yeah, yes. whatever. So I'm I take him home and... We start kissing in my car. Right. And so we're parked in front of his house. Top, and Top still down or up? The top is down. And we're uh -huh. making out. But we're not like putting our hands down each other's pants or up each other's yeah. shirts or anything. Like it's right. very chaste. But he's like, okay, this is Thursday, right? So he's like, okay, next week, Monday or Tuesday night, we need to just like have a date. And we, we got to fucking, we have to fuck. Like we need to just get a DVD, a bottle of wine, and just stay in and just fuck and have a good, like this is too hot. Like we, we need to do this. Right? He's saying all this stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, we do. How about, you know, Monday or Tuesday? This is on. This We're planning it. Like, it's hot. It's great. Right? And so I drive home really feeling good. Like, I'm on a cloud. Like, I'm very happy about that was a great yes. date. And um, I probably could have been like, you know what? I need to come in this house and fuck you right now. And maybe that would have worked. But it was, there was something hotter about, like... No, we're just kissing, and we're gonna fucking yeah. we're gonna wait. And Why wait? You know, yeah. your boyfriend ruined our little, first date. Little anticipation of and now Christmas. our second date was yeah yeah. So um, that moral of the story, I should have gone in and fucked him. Yeah, because I woke up the next morning. You should have fucked him dead, like you once dreamed yeah, about doing to your next. Yeah, I I was uh once really angry at baby Hector, and then we started having sex, and while I was inside him, I literally thought. God, I wonder if you can fuck someone to death because I would like to do that right now. Yeah. Um, and uh, anyway, so he texted me at 4.30 in the morning and the text said, uh, hey, Tony, uh, I have to be honest with you. I feel really bad about what I did. Um, I'm not interested in you at all. 
and, at all. At all. Literally wrote at all. And um, I only went out with you because I was hoping that you would write hire me as a writer on Fashion Place. Oh my god, that. Oh. And that uh, that that hurts, Dennis. That doesn't feel good. It's that doesn't awful. feel yeah. Especially when you could have tapped it and you took the high road, and didn't. So you know what I mean. It's like any, goddamn. In any event, it's and awful. So I was feeling, you know, very humiliated and all that, whatever those things are. And so I just texted back, "Wow, that's um, that's amazing and okay." You know, I don't even know what to say, right? Yeah. And then he texts back, "I hope you're not mad. See you Saturday!" Exclamation point. Now you still have to go do his. And I'm like, oh my god, he thinks I'm going to fucking do his show on Saturday. Like I can't. And so you should have done it and told the story on stage. Yeah, exactly. He. um, Oh, that would have been delicious. Yeah, if it was a movie, that's what would have happened. Right. Um, But for all my big talk, you know, I don't really have the balls that I might maybe pretend that I do because. What I did was I fucking went, did the show, and he was hanging all over me the whole night and was like, oh, my God, thank God you're here, and just hold me, and oh, it's so good. I love, I love, just, I just love when you have your arms around me. Like, literally, and I'm like, Why no, you don't. You don't that love shit. that. You don't love that at all. You want Ugh. me to fucking hire you. Like, and so I did a show and and uh, and have just, you know, not spoken to him since, so. So whatever. That's awful. Yeah. So no he's, follow he's up a rotten him. person. He is rotten. Um, but I thought, wow, it was stupid to um, like it was one thing. It's like it makes you a bad person to use somebody in that way to only go out with them because they might be able to do something. But like, so not only are you a bad person, like then you told me that just makes you. You're dumb. a bad person with Tourette's. You're like a dumb bad person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like which is even worse. So. And it's stuff about the tickets. Yeah. Sometimes so I think if Miss Manners were to come to West Hollywood to try to help people with yeah. uh, manners and etiquette no. and like what good form, bad form, she would hang herself within 24 for sure. hours. Yeah, just, for sure. I can't do anything here. No, this is beyond me. This <laughs> I'm is, out. I'm, I'm out. I don't speak this language. Yeah. Um, but it's all going to be okay because Joan Rivers gave us love candles. Tell me the story on that because I, I love that I got one and I'm, I I saw her and I said, thank you so much for the mm-hmm. candle. It smells so good. And she goes, well, no, it's meant to, you know, yeah. I don't know the whole story. Yeah, so did you, you light you it? Me, no, I haven't lit it. Yet. I don't think they actually smell. Oh, well, no, I didn't know. Yeah, I, I don't think All they I knew is smell. that I got a candle from Joan Rivers. Yeah, they're like those those cheap-looking 99-cent, like the Virgin Mary candles that you buy sure. if you're Mexican, I guess, right. is the proper way to say it. Um, and But she has this uh, white witch, yeah. voodoo priestess, named Sally Glassman in New Orleans. And Joan and Sally Glassman have been very good friends Sa- for many, Glassman many years. Glassman sounds like a Jew. Uh, She's apparently Jewish. a gray-haired Jewess right. from New York. Love it. That you know, got bit by the voodoo bug and moved down to New yeah. Orleans and now she's a white witch and she does blessings and I'm sure she sages new homes for people yeah. and she, but she also makes like, does these soaps and candles and she doesn't make them, but she blesses them. She right puts, she does a ceremony on them. And now, so you and each, you and I each got a can. She said, I'm going to, she was going to Sally Glassman's because Sally just got married recently. And Joan's wedding present was, I will come and do a show for you. For your charity, for free. And so you can sell the tickets, make a lot of money for your charity. That's amazing. Yeah, it was really nice. And so Joan went and did a whole weekend in New Orleans for her. I mean, that's how good friends they are. Yeah. And uh, raised a ton of money. And she had said, when I go this weekend, I'm going to get you a love candle, Tony. And she was getting one for uh, somebody else at the show. And she was like, who else needs a love candle? And I was like, well, Dennis, we should get a Dennis love candle. That's so sweet. And so, yeah, so you got a love candle. So it's been blessed or something like that? So you burn, I, there are instructions on the back of it, but oh, I think you just, love it. you just burn it and it's going to attract 
you know, love. I love it. You know. That's good. So there we are. Um, um, yeah. Well, the last time we did this podcast and it didn't air, um, I told a story about somebody, but I used a fake, I didn't reveal the name, but now I think I'm going to reveal the name because I think I'm great. being catfished. Yes. Um, and if those of you who have seen the movie Catfished, it's like a weird internet Facebook connection, but it's a hoax and it's not a real person kind of thing. So while I was in New York, I got a Facebook request from a guy on Facebook named John Stewart, J-O-N Stewart, like uh-huh. John Stewart. Right. Uh, but he doesn't look like John Stewart from TV. He's like a blonde, hunky, like 40-ish, uh, headshots, lots of modeling shots. Right. All his shots are like modeling shots, except for there's one shot of him as Superman, and one shot of him as like some kind of alien galactic thing in some tight mm-hmm. clothes. And... Um, Flirty McFlirt Flirt uh, said he went to the mismatch game. We did a little ch- online chat when I was in New York. Yeah, and uh, like how many times back and forth? Well, the, the the when we were online together, we went back and forth like for twenty minutes, or you yeah. know what I mean. Like, so it's a real person. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's a real person. Well, there's there. someone responding. Yeah. Whether or not it's in the, the moment, in the somebody pictures. in real right. time, and. I, he lived in West Hollywood, and I said, oh, we'll have to go get a latte at La Paine Quotidian because they're, like, crack, crack. I love them. And he goes, and I live on Huntley, so afterwards we can go to my place for dessert or whatever. So he's God pouring damn. it on. Yeah. And he's like this hunk. He's kind of cheesy, but, you know, any port in a storm. Right, and, and there's like, a love yeah, candle coming. There's a love candle coming. So I'm like, now I'll meet him for in coffee, whatever. Yeah. And he said he'd been to the mismatch game and that he liked whatever. Oh, you're a fan. I, you know, and I, so... um so I'm like, when I get back in town, I'll I'll drop you a line and maybe we can have this coffee. Yeah, and whatever else or what I don't know. Some That's bullshit. right. But then he kind of dropped off and wouldn't didn't respond when I got back. And then he would pop up in one line things. My point is, I don't think he's a real person. I don't think he exists. And I think you're also friends with him. Probably. Yeah. And I don't think it's a real person. And because I did a little, because you look on Facebook, he has no pictures of him with friends. Yeah. And um. There, you know, you Google him, and all you get is Jon Stewart from The sure. Daily Show. Right. Which is smart if you're a catfisher. And then also, uh, there was a, somehow I was able to find his email, but then I Googled the email. Like, I guess on on Facebook, you can have an, an email right. address. So I think I Googled the email address, and I think it might be somebody in North Carolina. Wow. But um, I don't think it's a real person. But I could be, you know, if I'm wrong, I'd be delighted to be wrong. But he's had plenty of time to respond to my yeah. simple thing. He's an asshole, too. Yeah, Miss Manners is, is she, she's asshole. like. The, the late Miss Manners, I believe. <laughs> the late Miss mean. Manners. Maybe that could be what this could be called, uh, this podcast. Yeah, Miss Manners just blew her brains out. <laughs> um, so ten, I think I'm being Tender Greens. At Tender Greens, I know. Yeah. Uh, so that's the story on that. We went. Um, we went to Disneyland yesterday. Yes. Uh, today is Sunday the seventh, yes. and uh, it. I went with uh, with our friend Tom Ford. Yes. And we went into the Disneyland and did you know magical uh, kingdom things all Gay day. day stuff. Um, and he wanted me to give you uh, something. He wanted to call it good days. Oh, he told me that the other night. And, and he knows I like a catchphrase. I and of course I hate it, but I did want to at least pass this on. Well, because so, he said it worked on several levels. We went to Good Days, Australian. Okay, and um, I he, oh he, okay. Here's I have to tell the gay bashing story. 
Yeah. Oh, the, I forgot because about the gay bash. Why? Because I haven't been in a few years, and and I haven't gone bashing. to Pride. Oh, you haven't gone to gay. I haven't yeah. been to Gaydays, and I haven't gone. Because I think gone what we'll do Pride. is we'll do the gay bashing story. Maybe another thing. We'll stop this one and start another one, just in case we have a issue. So okay. we can divide it into two podcasts. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. What, yes. You're our technical director. I just director. don't want to. Poof. Just don't do it to me what you did to Brandy. I know. Um. So, so what happened was I was okay. We had done two episodes of Fashion Police like last week or something. And it was like, really, we were exhausted. And we were planning to do the podcast Monday night. Oh, it was after the Emmys fashion police where we're up all night and we yeah. don't get to go to bed the the Emmy awards. And so um, it was like, you know, we tape it at eight. We're out of there at like noon. And then you were going to come home and take a nap. Yes. And we were going to do the podcast. The plan was to do it at like five o'clock. Yes. So I was coming home and it was like three thirty. Yeah. And I knew if I came home, I would be so sleepy. I would fall There's asleep. No and yeah, so I, I was like, I needed something. And I up. thought, I will stop and get a mani-pedi. And that'll be nice. And it'll be relaxing. And I'll sit in the yeah. chair and it'll massage. So I go into this place that I've been to dozens of times right here by the house. And there is an African-American woman uh, who is very, you know, thin and in shape. And she's wearing, like, those, like, sweatpants, um, that, like, yoga pants. And um, a tank top and no bra. And she's got really nice, big, sort of juggy breasts. Yeah. But she's sitting in the massage table that's going. And so those tits are going to, like, the tits are going to pop out. Like, you you can't, it's the black lady with the gi- gigantic no bra shaking tits. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, she has large you get breasts. the image. And she had, her hair was, you know, it wasn't completely done. Like, it was yeah. very relaxed. And it was very sort of, she was what we would call chicken headed. But I think what that we, what we you and I, what you would say it too, Dennis. Don't make it like it's just me. Um, it's but, a good thing Miss Manners is already dead. Yeah, thank God. We're, now we're just dancing on her grave. But um, my point is that she could. I, I was. It wasn't like, oh my God, look at this crazy bitch. It was. You kind of go, yeah. It's three o'clock in the afternoon on a Monday. She's not like totally put together. She's out getting shit done. Gonna yeah. get her nails done. Then she's gonna go home and like put it together and go to. And then she's probably a very pretty woman. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So I didn't think, oh, here's a crazy person. Right. Uh, which I should have. Which you should have. So, and there, there's the other, your first mistake. Then there's a white lady uh, right. having her nails done. And she's like an older, middle-aged, very Toluca Lake, sort of repressed, sort of Republican-y looking. Right. Right. And um, then there is this very heavy set man with like a silver beard. And he looks like your stereotypical heavy set Jewish man that would work in like a deli in New York. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like he's he's got like you know it's like you're killing me, Larry. Like he was yeah. that guy. Okay. So I walk in and they go, uh, they say, "Oh, okay, five minutes," because that's what they say no matter what. If they have a chair ready for you right now, or it's going to be two days, they go, "Oh, you it five minutes." Right. Like it's always five minutes is what they say at the place. So I'm sitting there and there she's talking very loudly, but she's not doesn't seem angry, but it's as if she's trying to let him hear her all the way across the room, but it's a very small room. They're only six feet apart. Right. And so she's being very loud and she's saying, but I love to travel. Da-da. And then I kind of realized, no, there's a weird anger on this. Yeah. And he's like, well, have you been to Israel? I love going to Israel. And she goes, don't you start with Israel. Israel is my favorite. I'm not going to sit here and have you talking about Israel. And he goes, no, no, I love it. I go every two years. And she goes, yeah. I'm not going to sit here in this chair and love you bad, have you bad mouth Israel. <laughs> That's my people. And so she's crazy. Like, yeah, he was she's not, not even ever... hearing her. And so they're having this one sided argument where he is trying to go, no, you're not, you're misunderstanding. I love Israel. I'm, I'm Jewish. My family, like, he's telling, and she's like, I'm not going to sit here and have you slander in Israel. That is my people. And I don't, I'm like, I don't think that is your people, ma'am, but okay, yeah. you know. And so 
she's now done and she gets up out of the chair and she's still got the little foam toe separator things on. So she's kind of like walking like a penguin now and the boobs are still about to pop out and she's just going on and off and on and on about Israel and why Israel is so great. And she always stays at the King David hotel. And now the guy is kind of like, she's crazy. I'm going to pretend she's not here. So he's kind of ignoring her. The white lady has been ignoring her. And so, and I've never really was involved in this. So now I put my feet in the water and they're like getting ready to like start doing uh, my, you know, pedicure. And she then says, and uh, that reminds me of nine 11 because that was my people. Those were my people too. Those are my people that died in that plane and they died for what they believe in. And you know, and 3,500 Americans and they hit that plane and that was commitment and they were, they were passionate. And that's how my people are. We are passionate people. We are passionate Israeli people. So she people. was saying she identifies I, with the terror, whatever. I don't really know what she was going for, but it was really endless and kind of impossible to, to ignore. Yeah. And then the white lady snapped. She just had had enough with yeah. the 9-11. And she was very upset and it looked like she was about to cry. And she goes, you know what? You're being very loud and very rude, and I just want you to stop because I lost a sister in the, in the, time, in the second tower, and I'm not going to sit here and listen to you talk about 9-11, so just change the subject, please. And, you know, she was upset, but any person would go, oh, God, okay, yeah. and change the subject. For sure. But not this lady. No. This lady was like, fuck no. you. This is the, we have the First Amendment, and those terrorists, the people in those planes died to protect yeah. our rights, which is not what they did at no. all. And, and she's, so now it's, she's really, really fighting. And so she's like, you know, you fucking bitch. Da, 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 and she's starting to go to that place with this lady. So I go, Hey, 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 Hey. And she stops and she looks at me for the first time. And I go, are you proud of yourself right now? The woman asked you as nicely as she could to please stop. And she told you why. Yeah. Just, why don't you just change the subject? And she goes, why do you have to talk about your gayness? <laughs> and I went, excuse me? And she goes, look, no. I don't need to know. I don't need to know about your homosexual. Look, you butt fuckers are filthy and you're going to hell and you disgust me. And, and I'm glad that I am done because I could not put my feet in that water after you because you are giving AIDS. You're putting your AIDS in the water here and I can never come here again because you have your AIDS feet. And, and she's like going on this crazy, crazy rant. Oh my God. And she's getting closer and closer to me and it all happened really fast. And the people that work there are just acting like useless. nothing's happening. They're just not hearing a thing. Okay. And now the white lady is like, oh, it's on him? Good. Okay, good. Thanks for changing the subject, yeah. faggot. And like now no one is helping me and she's like screaming and she's getting closer and closer and now she's like six inches from my face and she's like, why do you have to make everything about your gayness? And I said, I, I don't think I did. I don't think I mentioned it. But while we're on the top topic of my gayness, you really should be wearing a bra. <laughs> and she didn't really take it in. Um, no, but she's I, not connecting any and dots. And she at was all. just like AIDS and my filthy butthole and yeah. like really saying vulgar things that I would find hilarious if I said them. Right. But when they're said at me, no, it was true. not so pleasant. It's rough. And so I just. We got my wallet and handed the the Vietnamese lady a twenty dollar bill. Picked up my shoes and socks and walked out of there with wet feet and didn't say a word. Just left. And yeah. and I was in the parking lot and I literally drove home with just my feet. I didn't even put my shoes on to drive home. Oh my god! And I was at a Plus red you've light. You've been up working your ass yeah. off for forty eight hours. Or and some I was crazy like shit. really like close to crying. Like I was really rattled oh. and I was surprised. At, I was like Tony, you know it's a crazy person, but still like hearing those words said with anger. 
really, you know, and so I really, I came home and I said to you that I was like, we have to go to gay days. We have to go to Disneyland. It is politically, it is important. There are people it's all so over the country. It's so interesting that you connected those dots. Yes, that experience, because, you know, I never experienced that kind of like homophobia and blatant just ugliness. Like, and I just thought, God, this is still happening. This happens all the time to people. And if they then can get on a plane and come to California and put on a red shirt and feel like we need to fucking do this. This need, this is important and has a value. And I was very politically. Moved so when you got it. there, did what did it carry over when you were there and part of it? No, they bugged me. But I w- no, I didn't go true. to the park. Was, I just went to the club later. I think it's nice to dinner. see people to see couples holding hands. Yes, at Disneyland, the way all other couples do. Right. And was it a lot of ton of red shirts everywhere you looked, or yeah. was it? Okay. Yeah, I would say that. A full third of the park yeah. was was gay people in red shirts Love or it. people that were so gay they didn't need a red shirt. Now, did you – I used to hate when people – gay people would go and not wear the red shirt. Mm-hmm. I had a problem with I that. I wore a red Be- shirt. I know. I love that. I wore my red shirt You're from Carrie the Musical. You showed a little solidarity. It says Carrie. She's not like other girls. Love it. And Perfect. all day good, long, well, people kept saying, what a great shirt. And I didn't like – Good choice. I just was like, look, it's red and, you know. Yeah, I like it. Um. What did you go on? What rides did you enjoy? Did you go on anything new, like Cars or any of that stuff? Well, no, because that's California Adventure, so we only were in the Magic Kingdom. Okay. But, you know, we saw Phantasmic, which I love. Yes. We saw the fireworks. And Tinkerbell, when Tinkerbell flies now, you know, it used to be in the old days, it was just that one cable from the Matterhorn to Big Thunder Mountain, and it was just at an incline, and it was gravity. Yeah. She just was hanging on that she cable. She like a zip line. And she would just zip across over right. the, the castle, waving, and... But now it's like this – all these different cables in this mechanized box. And yeah. she, she goes back and forth and up and down. She's high like and Superman. Low, and it's whipping – it is whipping the fuck out of her. <laughs> it is like her head is going to snap off. But yeah, it was like <laughs> – It was that again. I love it. Um, I love yeah, it. So I love fucking Tinkerbell just getting her the shit kicked out of her. Did you go on Star Tours, which I guess is new? We did Star Tours, which is scary Halloween Star Tours. Yeah, because I had dinner with our friend Norma, who is is, um, Halloween Space Mountain. Oh, Halloween Space Mountain, which I love. It's awesome. Star Tours is new and ruined. Really? Because I'm I had dinner with a couch potato Norma, and she said she went on it and she got to be the secret spy. I don't know what that means, but that Yoda was the guide. I guess there's all these different variables. Right. It's like different every time. When it takes off, C three PO was just fixing it and. And didn't know we were going to take off. Oh, no. Right. I'm not a cab pilot. And it's like, just bring back the P.B. Herman voice guy yeah. that didn't know how to fly the plane. I li- I missed him. Yeah. And now it's like all that fucking computer animation bullshit. And there are parts of it that are so clear and crisp and beautiful. But then when you start really zooming around and flying, it's it's this big computery blur. Yeah. I don't know what fucking planet we're on. No. I don't know who any of these things are. I don't know why. I don't care. You're just now you're just shaking me and putting and it's 3D now. Yeah. And blur like in the old one, you went into the ice planet yeah. with all the crevices in it. And I know what's happening. I get it. We're going through shards of ice and it goes. Yeah. And it's fun. And it, I he, he this is, you know. Yeah. But now it's like we're on fucking Hoth or some fucking planet and there's yeah. the walking machines. And then Darth Vader came and they go, there's a spy on board. And then it shows a picture of one person sitting in one of the. Yeah. In the audience. And so normal. She was the spy. She got to be the spy. That's a cute thing. But I just was like, I missed the original one. I thought the original was better, even though it's neat that it's in 3D. But yeah, I don't remember that one. I say fail. 
But I, Tom uh, Ford, who is a much more knowledgeable Star Trek, who's a sci-fi Star Wars guy. guy, loved it. Okay. He was. I thought he was going to probably get jizz on me. So we got a thumbs up and a thumbs down. Yeah. All right. How's that for a shock? Now, um, I also don't give a fuck about the Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't. I and don't I like love Tim the Burton. Haunted Mansion. I'm not a fan. Visually, I get it. I love it, Beetlejuice. But I don't. I think of all those movies he's yeah. made. I'm trying to think of one where the story got me. The characters, you know, he's. Mm, I but, just, but I don't get Nightmare Before Christmas at all. Yeah. And so I hate when they turn the Haunted Mansion into the Nightmare Before Christmas thing. I, I just am like, this doesn't make any sense. There's yeah. no reason for this mansion to have these people, like whatever. But, you know, but it's still a bad day at Disneyland. Is still a fun day. Yeah. Um, and we had a great day. It was just nice to be outside. I've been in such a bad mood, like so stressed and tense. And it was just nice to walk around. Walk and around and have a little fun. cheese popcorn. And, yes. And we saw the parade and the parade was really fun. It was fun to watch the parade. Do you, when you go people. there, do you remember when you used to work there? And did oh, you have totally. flashbacks? Absolutely. Like, that does are it all, feel like a million pleasant. miles away or does it feel like not that long ago? No, it feels like, you know, I believe it, as they say, a lifetime ago. Mm-hmm. Wow. But it's what always, do you think about? Like my, my big memory is knew? Aladdin's Oasis is where um, I was Aladdin inside Disneyland. And yes. it was – they built this amazing little facility right next to the Jungle Cruise. And um, it was a full dinner theater. It was like $60. I remember that. I went to meal, it. And they did the whole movie basically live on stage. And it was really fun. And the first time that you saw Princess Jasmine when she was like in disguise in the market, Jafar recognized her. And put her under a trance and put her inside this magic box that was sitting on top of this, like, it had like three steps up and then three steps down. And it was like a platform that you could see under that there was nothing underneath it. And he would put her inside this box and then put all these swords in the box and then the box would fall open and she was gone. And that right, was like... a magic trick. Right. Yeah. And how the magic trick works is even though there's nothing under it, the stairs going up to it and down on both sides are much thicker than they look. And it's like a slide. She literally slid down the stairs to underneath the stage to get right. backstage. Right. But it was such a narrow hole that she had to take the princess Jasmine wig off and slide it down the hole first. And then Jasmine would slide down the hole. Wow. So that means when she first came out, her wig wasn't really pinned on. It was just sort of sitting. And you know the Princess Jasmine because that big cobra head yeah, yeah, with like yeah. the four ponytails down the back. Like yeah. it's a big wig. And her mic pack is also inside the wig. So, you know, it's heavy. And so it's sitting on her like a hat, basically. I never heard this story. I don't know where it's going. And so my favorite, favorite, uh, you know, Aladdin's Oasis message or memory is Tracy Miller, our friend right. Tracy – was in Princess Jasmine and I was Aladdin and we almost never got I to never do it together. I never knew you guys yeah. were a... we never almost okay. never got to do it. And she's sitting we were sitting backstage and the show had started. And so the opening is happening and Jasmine is going to come first and then Aladdin's going to come. Right. And um we were sitting on a, a railing uh, on the water cuz the Jungle Cruise is right there. So behind you're just there's like this little 3 foot hand railing and to stop you from falling into the water. Yeah. And we were sitting on it like we would do all the time. And I said something to crack her up and she laughed and threw her head back to laugh. And her princess Jasmine wig fell in that disgusting jungle cruise water. Oh shit. And now, and it's got a mic in it. No, the mic is on her head. Okay. Under her pantyhose on her okay. head, but it was just the, the wig. Okay. And now it's literally like bing, 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 bing. Here's the Jasmine. Oh and my God. I just remember she reached in and she grabbed it and we just squeezed most of the water out of it <laughs> and she put it on her head and just went on stage. 
And Jasmine was especially flustered in the marketplace that day. That day. That's and an Jafar amazing put story. Her in and she put the wet wig down. So then the slide was all wet and smelly that she had to slide down because of the wig. And she got really yelled at because, you know, the wigs are very expensive. <laughs> and that was so I made Tom do the Jungle Cruise with me because it's not his favorite. But I was like, right. we have to do it because I have to pass that railing. It just brings back so oh, that's many so memories. funny. So, I never knew that story of the yeah. wig. Um, I love it. So what? let's do um, we're going to wrap this one up and start another one right away just to ward off some technical things. Oh, I'm going to I just want to do one thing I did on the last one. I went to British Columbia. Uh, it feels like a million years ago to visit my friend Guy Anir. And the highlight of the trip was we were going to take this thing called paddleboard yoga. Did I tell you this before? Yeah. And I saw the flyer and all of this stuff. And you do a yoga on a paddleboard. And you could fall off and into the icy breen. Is that a word? I don't know. So you're on... Like a big surfboard? Yeah, the picture Balancing? Like this, I guess, doing down dog and shit. But here's the kicker. So we find- it's In how our, deep a water? It's like 7.30 in the morning in a lake. And I'm out. No, it, I was so into it. So we get there, and the tour company, nobody's there. Nobody shows up. And I got everything right. I don't know what. I don't know if you're, you had to make a reservation. They didn't tell me because I talked on the phone. Those so yoga people are not the most They're reliable. so flaky-dakey. Yeah. So- Guy is a more experienced yogi than I, so he led us in yoga, and we did it on the dock, and it was freezing, but we did, like, a whole, like, hour. No. Yeah, it's true. We did it all the way, and then um, I took some pictures, and you can see where our mats were on the thing, and it was, like, my favorite part of the trip. Even though I still want to (laughs) do... I still want to do the... I don't um, doubt that it was the best part of the trip, but it does sound terrible. It was just so beautiful on the lake, and it was just neat. That was my favorite part of the trip. Um, so let's wrap this one up, and then we're going to start another one right well, away. Well, I hate that we're not ending on a complaint. Well, um, oh, well, I guess we are. No, something. I guess we are now. You I guess I just complained. <laughs> all right. Never mind. I solved my own problem. All right. Um, we love okay, you for listening. We'll, we'll see you in a second. Bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs>